0: All right, everybody, bow your head. We're gonna pray. Uh, Dear God, thank you for this opportunity you've given us, just to be here and to learn about you and to just be with other believers. And I pray that you'll bless the words as Dan speaks them and just help everyone in here to feel your presence and hear what you have to say, God. In Your name, I pray. Amen. I've got to tell y'all, I walked into the office Monday or Tuesday. And, um, thanks guys. And I noticed all these, all these fake bills on the counter by the copy machine in the church. So the first thing I say is, who's counterfeiting money? (laughs) And it was Nick and I wasn't surprised. (laughs) That was (laughs) me. Because I know, no, because I knew he was going to do a game for us and he said something about the money. Uh, do not try to use that at Chick-fil-A or any other look at your school cafeteria or anything. You can't be put in jail for that or probably we could be put in jail. I won't tell you that because you're like, I'm trying it now. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, no, I, I thought that was... what get, the, the name of that game was Give Me Your Money Boy? Boy. boy. Money. Is it Boy? Okay. All right, that's I've never I've never heard that game before, and probably most youth groups in the world since the beginning of time have never heard that game. So, man, thank you, Nick, for the game tonight. Uh, he's a gamer. Nick's a gamer. <clears throat> um, we we are in the book of Acts, and Acts was written by Luke, and he he wrote it to his friend named Axe. <laughs> Mr. Acts. <laughs> All right. Theophilus. The, ever say Theophilus. 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 Okay, that's who he wrote it to, who was a a Roman. You don't know if he was a believer or not. Now, Luke also wrote the Gospel of Luke, and Luke was one of the 12. No, no he wasn't one of the 12 disciples, remember? New, Luke. Luke was a... a per, no, he was an apostle. By profession, he was a what? Doctor. Okay, that's why he was a physician. So, So he wrote... Which book did he write first, Luke or Acts? Luke. Luke. Okay, so, so Acts is 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 really second Luke. Okay, you could you could really almost take it and, the, and they they you can read right through Luke and jump straight into Acts and you will not lose a beat. It'll actually recap last week, like we talked, a little bit at the end of Luke. So that's where we are tonight. Now, um who here has ever watched the it's a series that was it, I loved the series when it was out, but it's been a few years, so many of you may not have seen it, but if you've got Netflix or something, you you may have watched it. The, it's called Lost. Who, who here has seen the series Lost? Okay, I, I was a big fan of Lost when it was out, and Lost was a show about a plane crash, island, smoke monster, pol, 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 polar bears, flashbacks, flash forwards, big cranking wheel that did weird stuff. I mean, it was crazy Crazy show, but I loved it because every show was really based on a character that was on the 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 island, and you would see how you you will have seen them act throughout the uh, the weeks that the show was on, and all of a sudden it would key in on them, and it flashbacks to their life, and you see sort of why they are and why they act the way they do because it flashbacks to where they came from, and as we go through this book of of Acts, I want you to know that we're going to have flashbacks. And we're going to try as much as we can as we flashback to flashback to Luke because Luke wrote both both Luke and Acts. So I think there's a, there's there's something about these two books, the same man wrote, that we can really do that and be be using the scripture in, in the right way. So tonight we're going to look at a a character in the book of Luke who's referred to where we're at in the book of Acts. Okay. And I think this is an amazing story. And as I've seen some things the past week or, 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 or two weeks, a film that I saw that dealt with youth making a stand and youth that were being fake and not living for Christ, as I've seen some things and I've thought about our youth group, I've really been burdened about what I'm going to speak to you about because it's a, it's, it's a guy we don't key on very often. But there's something huge that everybody can learn from this guy. Okay? So we're going to be in Acts beginning. Are you ready? Okay? And, and th- this is, we're going to be hitting Scripture a lot. I'm just going to be reading Scripture, explain it a bit, reading more Scripture. So we're going to be in a lot, but it's okay. It's, it's the Word of God. I'd much prefer you hear, hear that than Dan just babbling on. So Acts chapter 1, verse 12, if you have your Bible, please turn there. If you um, If you own one, bring it. Every week in here. We're going to be going through the book of Acts. And I want you to encourage you, as long as it's okay with your parents, mark that thing up. When you see something that jumps out, when you learn something, take note of it. For years, I've had things where I've looked back and gone, ah, I remember that. And it's really, remember what was preached or what God spoke to me about. So so if it's okay with your parents to write in your Bible, write in your Bible. If you don't have one... I have one for you, and please allow me the honor to give it to you. Do not feel bad going, hey, could I get one because I've got one that, that's like for a kid or it's hard for me to read. Please let me give it to you as a gift. We've got them. That's what they're for. We want you to read the Word of God. So we're in Acts chapter 1, beginning of verse 12, and we're going to read a lot of Scripture tonight. But can we just for this in 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 honor of God's holy and perfect word. For this first part that we're going to read, i want to ask you to stand as we stand in honor. That's why we're standing in, in honor of it. As, as when a bride comes into the room about to be married, the crowd there stands up because they, they honor the bride. It is her day. So that's why even in church you'll see we stand up sometimes to read the word of God because we stand up in awe and in honor of it. So that's what we're doing right now. So Acts chapter 1, beginning of verse 12. Now this eleven and ten, um, that may be for the rest of the night, and y'all just hang with me. Is Nick in here, did Nick leave? Okay, is he with it? Hey Nick, just hit the o five three one disarm, and that may make it stop. Okay. Th- thank you, Nick. <laughs> um, Acts chapter ten and eleven, Jesus just rose. Okay, he was he was there for forty days. Once he he had been died and he rose again. He's going up. To heaven to stay at this point. So they've just seen him go. And that's sort of where we get, where, where we're coming off of verse 12. It says this Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. And when they had entered, they went up to the upper room and where they were staying. Peter and John, James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Al- Alphys, and Simon the Zealot and J- Judas the son of James, all these with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer together with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers. Just to let you know, one of those bro- brothers we know is, is is James, who wrote the book of James. It's sort of th- this word of God, it touches back and forth and reinforces itself in a lot of ways. Verse fifteen. In those days, Peter stood up among the brothers. the, the Company of persons wasn't all about 120, about 25 more that's in this room right now, just to give you scope of who he spoke to. And he said, brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this minute." Verse 18, now this man acquired a field with the reward of his wickedness. And falling headlong, he burst open in the middle, and all his bowels gushed out. And it became known to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their own language, akaldama, that is, field of blood. Ooh, whoa. What's happening here? Verse 24, it's written in the book of Psalms, may his camp become depleted desolate, and let there be no one to dwell in it, and let another take his office. So one of the men who have accompanied us during all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning with the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, one of these men must become uh, become with us a witness to his re- resurrection. And they put forward two. Joseph called Bar- Barsabbas, who is also called G- Justice and, and I can't say this name. I always get it wrong because I, Matthias. Thank you. I always try to add something else to it, Matthias. I know you're like, man, Brother Dan couldn't say a name right. Wow. Um, verse twenty-four. And they prayed and said, "You Lord, you know the, the hearts of all. Show which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go his own place." And they cast lots for them, and the lot fell on Matthias and he was numbered with the 11 apostles let's pray dear God we thank you for your word it's perfect and holy and Lord we just ask right now that you will teach us from your word that you will um just be here Lord uh we need you we need you in every part of our life help us to lay things down from this world and lift your your stuff up Every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Everybody have a seat. Okay. So we see these guys go together. there. When I named off the list, there was 11 names. Notice Luke was not a part of those names. Okay. Luke was not one of the disciples or the apostles. Uh, uh, there was a 12th name that was not on that list because his name is Judas. Judas right. And, but it refers to him later in the passage. Now, we're going to talk more about the ending, because it says that the field was ball, a field of blood, you're all like, you know, he, his bowels gushed out, fell headlong dead. We know he died, so he's being replaced at that point. It's what this passage is about, and he's picked by two men who were there from the baptism of Jesus, that saw Jesus when he was baptized, when when the Spirit of God came down and said, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. They, they witnessed this and witnessed the life of Jesus. There's two men, and so what they do is, they prayed to God, show us which one is supposed to replace him, and they cast lots. And casting lots, there was a couple ways they could do it. One of the main ways was they would take their names, take two names, paint them right on a rock, like, hey, hey Matthias, we're putting an M on your rock, and uh, Justice, we're going to put a, a, a J or a B or whatever name you're going to be called right now on your rock. And they would put it in this jar. They'd shake the jar. They'd pour it out. The first one to come out would be the, the cast lot. That would be the one that, that God picked. So it was very, very, um, sort of, you would say, a very rough way. But many times in the Bible, casting lots is used to figure out, God, we don't know what to do. Lord, please show us. And God seems to sometimes reveal his way. I don't suggest you start doing this right now. Should I go to school or not? You know, no. No, no there's things you're supposed to do. You need to plan and do. Now, the passage keys in, in the middle, towards the end, on G- Judas. And it says that he chose his own way. Um, It says, let me just just repeat some of these. For he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this ministry. Okay, They said, Judas, this guy who betrayed us and many of you have heard the story and we're going to talk a little bit more about it. He betrayed us, but he was part of us. And so we're replacing. So this passage is all about his replacement. But as I read the passage, I couldn't get away from him because I want you to notice some, some key things about him because I think they relate to us today in a very big way. The first thing is this. Judas was one of the 12 apostles chosen by Jesus. no, he didn't just sort of slip in and become and sort of slip through the crack and make it in there and sort of all of a sudden he was there and just a part of the gang. He was chosen by Look looking, and, and if you're in, with your Bible, turn to the book of Luke. This is where we're going to be for the next little while, starting in, in chapter 6. Well, most of these are going to be on the screen, but we're going to read through a couple of these things because I want you to see some very scary things to me when I think of this guy, Ju- 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 Judas, and what ended up to him. And when I think about many I, I've, I've walked beside in life. Judas, or in, in Judas, I'm not going to be in the book of Ju- Judas tonight. I'm in the book of Luke, chapter six, verse twelve through sixteen, it says this: In these days, he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night, this is G- Jesus, he continued to pray in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve whom he named apostles: Simon, whom he named Peter, and Andrew, his br- his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and, and, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James. There was a, Ju, a Judas, don't, don't miss this, that, that, did, that did all right, that did right. And it says, and, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Jesus chose him to be one of his disciples. I want you to understand what that means. See, the goal of a disciple, and Judas at one point said, that, that's what I want to do. The goal of a disciple is to be like, to walk like, to talk like, to smell like, to sleep like, to think like the rabbi. Jesus was the rabbi. Do you understand Jesus is our rabbi? This comes straight to us where you go, well, why is it important for me to read the word of God? Because if Jesus is our our rabbi and we're supposed to think like, walk like, act like, smell like, everything like him, that means we take this word of God that we, we learn and how he gave and how he loved and how he stood up for what was right. I mean, he spoke harshly at times for what was right. He wasn't just love, love, love. He loved a lot, but he spoke truth a lot. He was just. We're supposed to be like that. A goal of a di- uh, disciple is to be like him, and they live with him constantly. Judas lived with Jesus for for three years. Three years. I mean, Sometimes I go, man, I just wish I could spend one day with him. In the flesh, that'll get me. That would get me through the next year or two. For sure, you ever feel like that? Go, oh, man! I... He sat under his teaching for three years. He he was a, a part of the core group of Jesus' followers. He was there when he taught the Beatitudes. He was there when he told the parables. He was there when Peter proclaimed that he was the Son of God. He was. The, he heard these things chosen. First point, don't miss that. Jesus was one of the 12 chosen by Jesus. Point two, Jesus had a front row seat to miracles and heal, 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 healings. Front, sometimes we think, man, if my friends could just see, see Jesus do something amazing and just see. It's, it, can I tell you, we, we learn from this, it, it's more than that. Luke 7, if you're in Luke 6, turn one more chap- chapter, it might be on the same, same part of your book. 7, verse 11 through 15, this says this. Soon afterwards, he, Jesus, went to a town called Nain, and his disciples, disciples and the great crowd went with him. His disciples were with him. As he drew near the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and he said to her, Do not weep. Then he came up and touched the buyer, and the bearer stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Judas was there. He saw this. And this wasn't the only time he saw something like that. It was just one of the times he saw it. In chapter 9 of Luke, he sees that he feeds five that thousand, it's a crowd. And that only really, they believe and pretty sure only counts the men. And there's w- women and kids there as well with with two fish and f- five loaves of bread. He, he was there. In chapter 8, le- look at Luke 8, verses 22 through 24. One day he got into a boat with his dis- disciples. He was with his disciples, Judas 1 of the 12. And he said to them, let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they set out, and as they sailed, he fell asleep. Jesus fell asleep. How dare he? And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in danger. And they went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. We're dying. And he awoke, and rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and they ceased, and it was a calm. And he said to them, where is your faith? And they were afraid and they marveled, saying to one another, Who is this that he commands even winds and water? And they obey him. Judas was in the boat. Judas was on the countryside when he fed the crowd with, with an impossible task. He was there in that town of, of Nain when, when the young man was raised from the. He was there. Do not miss that. He was right there, front row seat to everything. Point number three, Judas did amazing things for God. Judas Iscariot did amazing things for God. You go, whoa, wait a second, what? Look in Luke 9, beginning of verse 1. Luke 9, verse 1 says this He called the 12 together. Don't miss that. He didn't call the just, he's not saying disciples or some of the disciples. He called the 12. Judas Iscariot is one of the 12. And he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. And he said to them, take nothing for your journey, no staff, uh, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, and do not even have two tunics, changes of clothes. And whatever house you enter, stay there, and from there depart. And wherever they do not receive you, when you leave that town, shake off the dust from your feet as a testimony against them. And they departed and went through the villages, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. If you read Luke 9, it, it, it causes more stirring because the 12 disciples that went out were used by God to spread the gospel and do healings and miraculous things. I don't like this point. Can I tell you that when, when when I first read this, I went, man, I don't like that. God used Ju, Ju, Judas to, to do things, not just in a way to that. because so, it was his destiny to die on a cross, his substitution for sins, he used him in. And I don't, I can't get around, but but he did. So so Ju, Ju, Judas was chosen by him. He had a front row seat to every great thing that he did, and he was used by him in a mighty way fourth point Judas never got got it Judas never got it now Luke chapter 22 if you turn 11 chapters or 12 from where you were we know he he never got it because it says this now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to put G- Jesus to death, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered into Ju- Judas Iscariot, who was of the number of the twelve. And he went away and he conferred with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him to them. And they were glad and they agreed to give him money. So he consented and sought an opportunity to betray betray him, and to them in the absence of the crowd. Now, they, they enticed him with 30 pieces of silver. That that we see in the other Gospels. It's specific. This story, you can read more about it. And if you jump down to verse 47, it says this. Jesus is in the garden. He's praying. He's saying, Lord, at one point, he says, Lord, um, if you can, take take this cup from me. Let it pass from me. Because he knew what he was destined to do, but he said, God, if there's another way, because Jesus went on that cross, but it cost him so much more than we can grasp. He'd never been separated from God the Father at all. He'd always been with God the Father, and he, God gave up the Son. The Son gave up that, that, that time with God, which he'd never been apart part of. We, we seem to miss the majesty and the, the magnitude of, of what occurs there. So in verse 47, it says, while Jesus was still speaking, there came a crowd, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to to Jesus to kiss him, but but Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? And it goes on. He's arrested at that point. If we read, if we, you don't have to turn there. Do I have Matthew 27? Okay, you don't have to turn there. Look, look, read here verses 3 through 8, then... It says that um, no, Jesus is c- condemned at this point. He's not put on the cross yet, but he's 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 going to be put on the cross. We ca- catch here sort of the rest of the story in Ma- Matthew twenty-seven three. It says then when G- Jesus, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he changed his mind and brought back the thirty pieces of of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, "I've sinned by betraying innocent blood." They said, "What is that to us? See to it." yourself And throwing down the pieces of silver into the temple, he departed and he went and hanged himself. But the chief priest, t- taking the pieces of silver, said it's not lawful to put them into the tr- treasury since it's blood money. So they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. Therefore, the, that field has been called the field of blood to this day. We see now. Now you might say, "Well, in the let me just sort of clear something out, And I, I don't have an exact science on this, but scholars believe this story. In in Matthew, says that he went and hung himself. And the story in Acts really worked together because around the time of the Passover, he hung himself. If that was the case, the Jews would not have touched a dead body during the Passover time. And over that time, that body would begin to rot and bloat and be disgusting. And that's why it spills out on this the, this field. The, the, the historians sort of believe that the field he hung himself on was the field that, that they ended up buying. Uh, when it says in Acts that he bought the the field of uh, of blood it was the money he threw back it was still his the the syn- syn- synagogue at the time refused to take it back so thats sort of y'all understand how that sort of works it's it's sort of a confusing piece but a, but um I want to make sure you we didn't skip over that um, can I share this this very important truth right here very important truth having regret and and sorrow having regret and sorrow does not make one right with God. Okay? Having regret and sorrow, we see in this, Judas has a what-have-I-done moment. Now, I don't know what everything of that means, and I don't know the exact state of his heart when when he died. I, I cannot, no one in this room can claim they know. But just because you're sorry for something or you feel bad about something... Does not make you right with God. It requires faith in a relationship with Jesus Christ. That is the only thing that can make us right with God. It's it's it's, it's repenting from sin. And you know what? Repenting from sin it, it means you you take sin and self, and we group sin and self together because sin usually a lot of times in our lives comes from selfishness. So so we turn from sin and self. I'm going to turn from what I'm doing and what Dan wants and I'm going to turn to Christ. That's repentance. That, that, that's what the gospel is about, knowing that I can't fix this on my own, and I'm going to turn away from it, and I'm going to turn and trust Christ. Judas, that's his story. He was with Jesus for three years. He saw everything. He saw stuff where you go, this should, now, the rest of them, uh, the Eleven of the disciples, the rest of them, lived their lives on fire like unbelievable until they were killed for their faith at some point or they were cast on an island to live their rest of their life by themselves. that That's what the, these guys did. And this guy missed it. The title for this night is The Lost Disciple. Can you have a lost disciple? Yeah. And can I tell you? In as many years as I've done this, as many youth groups as I've, I've had, I've had so many kids look sort of good on the outside, and they played it really well. But I know a lot of them now, and they've never known Jesus. And they are lost. They've seen God. You go, well, when have we seen mar- and mar- and miracles? Dude, I've seen miracles in your life at camps and different things when you've come up to me and said I can't believe I've been living the life I am and I need to turn away from that. That's a miracle. Man, I've seen God in such a mighty way so many times and so many of these kids have seen it too. They've been a part of a group for two years, three years. You, you there's, There's people in this room that you've You've been here a lot, and you've done a lot of the right stuff, but do you know Jesus? Or are you going to end up, when you you get out of the sphere and the influence of your parents, are you going, man, let me just get there, because uh, I'm because i going to live my life? Just because you've grown up in church doesn't mean you have it. Just because you come to youth group doesn't mean you're good with G- Jesus. Just because you've checked your name off, I'm glad you're here, but it doesn't change your your spiritual life, but what what you understand i i I played in praise band i 've served provision ministry I brought food i 've given money, I went down at camp i prayed pray with you Dan, twice, or miss Karen or or whoever that it doesn't that doesn 't fix it that that's um the party scene's cool. I can live that life and still be a follower of Jesus. Lost disciple. It's what you are. You go, no, I'm just backslidden. I'm just sort of going my way for a while. Now, if you don't care what you're doing, you're lost. And that's a scary place to be. Hey, man, I know what the Bible says, but we love each other, and it's okay. It's okay to, to do this or, or that. Lost disciple. No, you don't understand. I'm just struggling. I'm just having a rough time. If you live in it, I I question your walk with Christ. How dare you judge me? God calls me to question you. He calls your friends to. You are called as a friend to question your friends when you see something off. Do you understand that? That's how you love them. You go, but they're not going to like it when I do it. You, the people that I love the most, I say the harshest things to but because I love them. I will speak truth at a risk to the relationship. I believe in all this Jesus stuff i 'm just not ready to fully commit. You are a lost disciple, but I 'm here a lot. J- Judas was there a lot don 't forget that he did a lot of good stuff. God even used him. You you know understand? saying God's used me to help to save some pe- some people. Praise God for God's sake, but that's not about you. That's all about God. Do you understand? I want you to be faithful. I want you to serve, but, man, I want you to understand my relationship, your personal relationship with God is right, that this is not a game. It can't be a game. I've seen too many lose in this game, and the, the, the cost is, is more than you can bear. That's why Jesus had to send his son. Choose today to follow Jesus. Choose today to surrender your life to him. Choose today to turn from your sin and self. And choose today to turn to live for Christ. Man, I beg you. Talk to, talk to someone about it. Can feel, well, there's really, you no. Know, I can't talk to anybody about it. Um, you may think a lot of, 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 of students and adults think they look really good a lot of the time. But cracks can be seen all the time, everywhere. We've all got got them. Don't be afraid to go, man. I'm I'm struggling, man. I don't know if, if I've got this right or not. My 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 wife at an age once we were married, I think, was like, I I think I've got this right, but I'm just struggling. And it was in her early twenties. Am, am I right? Or am I just that was okay? That that wife, okay, good. It's my only wife that I've ever had. It's okay sorry. (laughs) Choose to follow him, guys. Talk to someone. Talk to a friend. Be a friend. Speak truth. If you need help, I'm right here. We're we're right here. Let's pray together. Dear God, I thank you so much uh, for the gift of your son. I thank you so much in a passage of scripture where we can be propelled back to um, the life of a man who you used in mighty ways who never seemed to to find you. And God, I just pray for every student that's in this room right now. Lord, I just beg of you right now that they find you. I beg of you right now that they can't sleep until they talk to someone about you and about knowing you and getting things right with you. I pray for every adult in this room the very same thing that, God, that we will be in right relationship with you, that when we struggle, that we'll stand up, and when it's hard to stand by ourselves, that someone will come around and lift us up. Dear God, thank you so much for your word. Use it to make us like you. May we be your disciples every day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.